so you know how usually I give um, I, I start episodes off with giving examples that are more relatable to reality and what you and I go through on a day to day basis. This time around, I'm going to give an example that's a little more, I guess we could say radical, but think about being an engineer or someone of the sort, and you've been given access into a deep underground military base, okay? Now, here's the thing. Because of how compartmentalized everything is, you don't really know what's going on. You have an idea, but, you know, you're making great money, which also tells you that, you know, you're being uh, quietly and subliminally told to keep quiet because of the money. You head into this certain base in a particular park that, unfortunately, I can't mention publicly for a number of reasons, but if you check out Patreon, I can talk about it because of the the privacy, like, less privacy restrictions. But anyways, you head to a deep underground military base under a particular national park, all right, that emits a certain frequency, a 440 hertz frequency that I talk about in the, uh, the members only episode that was coincidentally patented in 1953 by the Rockefellers as a standard all around the world of being the way in which music was going to be emitted and broadcasted in every form, okay, over the radio and things like this. But anyways, you head into this base, you then go into this very dark room, and there's all these different machines around you. And when I say machines, think about the machines, for example, from the Iron Man films, uh, Jarvis, for example, that controls the arms that remove the pieces of armor off of Tony Stark's body and then put them on before he obviously got his, his nanotech suit, right? Don't know if you could tell. I'm a big Marvel fan. <laughs> Anyways, so you head into this into this room, and what ends up happening is you're then told by a voice coming from what seems to be a speaker that you just need to relax, and certain things are going to happen to you that you did not know would happen, but this is part of the job. Simple as that. Next thing you know, you black out. What do you do? You don't know what to do. Right. And I'm going to get to that very shortly. But before I do that, I want to do a few things. I want to give a shout out to uh, someone by the name of Shoddy God and his wife, Baja Blast. They're both rappers. If you check them out on Spotify, just type in their names. They're fantastic. They make great music. And I really appreciate them um, supporting the show and watching. So thank you guys, the both of you very much. I wish you nothing but the best. Also, I want to give a shout out to old boy Troy. Brother, thank you so much for watching. Um, we spoke last night as a, of the time I'm recording this. So thank you. I really appreciate that. And also, guys, I want to give a very special shout out. I don't normally do this, but for the veterans and for the military, I do it. I want to give a shout out to someone by the name of Joe Winkler. He's got a, a son, fantastic kid, and um, he has a, a GoFundMe, essentially. And he served in the Middle East. That's the farthest I'm going to go. For those who are currently serving and those who are served formerly, who are vets, you'll know the sacrifices that are made. If if you can, guys, and I, I say this because I really care for the guy and he's, he's a great guy. Please, if you can, donate a chip in to help him. He, he made a tremendous sacrifice mentally, spiritually, physically f- to keep people like you and I safe. It's because of you guys, as I'm sure you guys who are watching too, vets that are currently uh, that are not serving and ones that are currently serving. Each and, one of you, each and every one of you make sacrifices that allow me to do what I do and that allow you guys to be free to watch this. So please, if you can, uh, Joe Winkler, it's in the description of the um, of, of today's episode in the video. So please, thank you very much. Now, let's jump into it. Project Gleam. Okay, now first off, I want to jump into some of the most important, some of the most important parts of it. But we first have to dissect the psychological aspect of it. So let's take a look. Project Gleam was initially a continuation of Project Aquarius, which was initially 
a continuation of the Majestic 12 or the Majority 12 under President Eisenhower, all right? Some of the best military contractors, scientists, you name it, okay? These were the best of the best that were trying to reverse engineer certain craft. And I'll get to that in a second because you might say, Dave, what does this have to do with deep underground military bases? Well, if we take a look at the Rockefeller patents that have been filed, okay, what we're going to find here is that the Rockefeller patents emit a certain frequency, 440 hertz. And for those uh, that will be uh, that are members, you'll see this mentioned in the uh, members only episode as well. But we go into way more depth. Anyways, the interesting thing here is that 440 hertz is the same frequency being emitted in this room that you're put into as, a, as, a, as an engineer working in the deep underground military base. Why? 440 hertz is known to actually in many different ways in a vibrational brain way brain as in b-r-a-n-e not like your mind suppress the consciousness suppress the soul the soul is more important than the physical body so this frequency is being emitted and because of how silent and how isolated this room is you know it's got some padding around this room you just don't know how much you don't know what it is and then you have these machine arms coming towards you and right before they hit you, they touch you, you pass out. And the next thing you know, you wake up and you're not even in the deep underground military base. You're at an Air Force base right down the road and everything's going fine. And it's like, all right, you know, the procedure was done. You just so happened to faint and pass out. Yeah, BS. Now let's jump into it. So Project Gleam, okay, was a continuation of Aquarius, which then became MJ-12. But if we look now, if all you got to do is type in Project Gleam, G-L-E-E-M. And you know what's going to come up? The Gleam Project, G-L-E-A-M, all right, using big data, gleamproject.org, using big data and computational modeling to fight infectious diseases, end quote. Now, I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect this particular organization or company, but see how ironic it is that before COVID, and this is not a COVID episode or a political one, but before COVID, if you typed in Project Gleam, G-L-E-E-M or G-L-E-A-M, you, you found way more results okay having to do with the majestic 12 and the deep underground military bases and things like this now that's just the psychological warfare aspect of it because you know if you search it up and then you find this immediately you think oh well there's nothing there right no there's no way it can't be anyways let's take a uh, let's move on so the interesting thing about giving you guys an insight on bibliotechaplates.net is again is the in-depth reporting and the in-depth indexing that's done here so according to collective evolution and i quote could an in-depth look into who really controls the government the deep state right now let's take a look for example when we say the deep state because this comes down to perception and this is going to come full circle to the, the the deep underground military bases you'll see According to an in-depth report by journalist Mike Lofgren, the deep state does not consist of the entire government. And this, by the way, is what I've been saying all along. We can't just say the entire government's out to screw us. No, we have to look at who's really pulling the strings. It is a hybrid of national security and law enforcement agencies. True, right? And even then, there's still a darker aspect to it, but we'll get to that in a second. The Department of Defense the Department of State, the Department of Homeland Security, the main one, the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, and then the Justice Department. Now, this is these are certain factions of deep agencies that have deep intrinsic connections with the military-industrial complex. But what's also very interesting is that what they fr don't mention is NASA. NASA's been a fun company all along. Now, here's the most interesting thing. I would dare to say, based on the research, that NASA is a front company 
Okay, NASA is a front company for developing deep underground military bases, not even for covering for many other things, which they do as well. But let's take a look at some other things too. NASA launches satellites that emit frequencies, whether it's for broadcasting, surveillance, you name it, for the NSA, for the CIA. They launch satellites all the time. Okay, NASA launches satellites in the 440 hertz frequencies. Now, you could say, Dave, this is a standard radio mission that was signed in 1953, and there's nothing more to it. If you check out the Patreon episode, you'll see why I talk about things that I can't really mention here publicly. But you'll see here that, and I quote, this is according to gulufuture.com, NASA caught lying over missing Soho images. Why? Because when a 440 hertz frequency is emitted, what ends up happening is that it creates a mind control suppression. But at the same time, it also exposes certain things in a visual sense of the human eye, all right, that normally we would not be able to see. So it's kind of like a trade-off, all right? Now, but here's the thing. If you emit those frequencies in space and only when on Earth, when you're underground, who else is going to see it, right? But 440 hertz frequencies, when tuned to the right vibrational brain, can actually create a form of deception, and a form of an illusion to the human eye, not so much to the brain, but remember what the eye sees, the brain believes usually, right? I mean, that rhymed. I didn't even mean for that to rhyme. But anyways, the other interesting thing here is that I want to point you guys towards another uh, index from Richard Boylan, officials within MJ-12 UFO secrecy management group. Now, here's the interesting thing. Let's take a look. The ETs are concerned about the massive proliferation of nuclear devices into many countries. This is from Dr. Wolf. Okay, back in the 80s, who claimed to have been part of the next generation of Majestic 12. And by the way, the Majestic 12 is still around, all right? And says here, Wolf states that the missions of the MJ-12 at Secret Space G's AlphaCom team are to determine the number and types of ET visitors, this, the extent of visitation and reasons, to learn about in human interaction with extraterrestrials in the past and currently, the cultures of the various off-world visitors and how we can negotiate with them. Now, how do you negotiate with them? The best way to do that is to tune into the 440 hertz frequencies, which ironically enough, when you point towards alleged deep underground military base locations, you're going to get one of two things. If you bring an EMF device to any of the alleged, the rumored-to-be locations where the, the bases are underneath, you know, Dolce, S4, you name it, right? One of two things is going to happen. Your EMF reader and all other electronic devices on you are going to stop working, or it's all going to point directly to 440 hertz. Okay? Why is that so significant? It's not just because of music or what have you. No. It has to do with something called Project P415, the blue cube that they're using through the Echelon program. Now, let's break this down. Echelon, okay, is the program that was supposed to be a conspiracy theory that all satellites were spying on all humans all over the world using 440 hertz frequencies. It was a conspiracy theory until Edward Snowden leaked it. So thank you, Mr. Snowden, for that. On top of all that, it seems like the more satellites emit this frequency, the more these deep underground military bases can operate with freedom. Why do I say that? Because when you suppress the perception of the way in which people view things, you then suppress, uh, you then have access rather into the soul literally through the eye of something that starts with an a that i i can talk about on patreon that i can't say here that then goes into the pineal gland through phantom dna which has been proven to be shown through x-ray radiation just basic infrared x-ray thermal vision okay and we see there's energy emitting from the pineal gland that scientists publicly can't explain which by the way on the front end project gleam g-l-e-a-m is actually looking into 
Oh, what a coincidence, right? Now, excuse me, when we look at all of this, the next thing that we also have to understand here is that when we examine Project P415, here's what we're going to find. Let's just do a simple Google search. So, first thing that's going to come up, somebody's listening, Project uh, P415. Cryptome.org, okay? August 12, 1988, by the way. 88, guys. Click on the thing, on the link. Ah, there's problems. Oof, what a coincidence. Not saying, you know, that there's a, a website host or something like this or what have, what have you. I get it. It's old. Maybe the person who ran this website is gone or, you know, they've moved on or something like this. And when I say gone, I mean just moved on with their life, not, not dead. But, or, well, anyways, what we have to understand is that according to Dr. Wolf, Project P415 was the project that was a subset of Project Gleam that basically allows the 440 hertz frequencies to be emitted so that people are less responsive to major incidences that might occur in the deep underground military bases. You might say, Dave, what instances? Well, I can talk about a few publicly uh, before YouTube takes me down. So let's just get right to it. First off, one of them is the blood. Okay, the other one is harvesting certain organs. All right, the other one is harvesting human veins, which we get into much more and actually have evidence of in the Patreon video, in the members only video that'll be coming out tomorrow. And we see here that through the use of Echelon, the, the shadow government, the, you know, those within the deep state, if you want to call it, these are all people that are using the 440 hertz frequencies to allow for those working within the deep underground military bases to not be as affected. Why? Because it brings them to a much more frequential vulnerability in terms of mind control. It brings them to a lot more things. This is done to the doctors, the engineers. This is done to everybody that goes and works, even at the most basic and low-level classified aspect of the deep underground military bases. This is constantly reoccurring. Now, what we also notice here is that there seems to be more and more conflicts with extraterrestrials and humans than ever before. Why is that the case? That doesn't, you know what I mean? And what we have here is we have a system where humans are trying to replicate what aliens are doing, but aliens were the ones that told humans, more than likely, to start emitting 440 hertz frequencies onto the world. And this was back in 1953. You might say, Dave, how do you know that? Again, I really wish I could say this publicly to, get, to give you guys a hint, but that's why we got to do the, the private video, sadly. But anyways, I want you guys to let me know what you think. It's not the most exciting episode in the sense that, you know, certain things are happening to the human body or aliens are doing this or that. I get that. But ultimately, what we're seeing here is we're seeing an aspect and a form of detrimental frequential influence that seems to be something that can influence us far more dramatically than anyone else or any other type of technology would ever be able to. All right. So I want you guys to let me know what you think. And if we take a look, I mean, we have to keep looking into Project P415. We have to. I promise you that I will. I'll keep looking. But again, there's certain things that are public and then we have to learn about the private end, right? I mean, for example, if I could say very quickly, Dr. Wolf also mentioned that he tried to look into Project P415 back in the late 80s, early 90s, and he had the right connections to do so. And he was part of the MJ-12, so he knew about the existence of extraterrestrials. And when he went to a particular department, which I, I don't want to say because I don't want to give up too, uh, too much, you know, um, protected information he went to a certain government department to ask about this the details of project p415 this is a guy who knows about aliens by the way like confirmed 
they wouldn't give it to him. They said it's going to cost you 15 grand USD back in the 80s. So do, do with inflation, do the math of out of your own pocket. And even then, we won't promise you, we can't promise you that we're going to provide you anything that you want to know. Oh, yeah, there's nothing to hide here. It only costs you 15 grand, which is probably like 30, 40 grand today. No, there's nothing to hide. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, just, just pay me 30 grand and, and, and then maybe I'll give you something. Even then, I can't promise you because you might not have the clearance. But yeah, you know about extraterrestrials. You see the layers in which this is being hidden, guys? This is the car compartmentalization, excuse me, of the deep underground military base infrastructure. Okay, so I want you guys to let me know what you think and we'll catch you guys next time. Cheers.